Okay. Thank you, Father. So, um, I'll start basically by um, explaining what the will of God is. Okay? So, um, go with me to the book of Ephesians chapter 5. Ephesians chapter 5. Ephesians chapter 5. Are you there? Now, I told you when, when you're coming for Bible study, come with a... Okay, I can see three three people now. Okay, please share the link. Share the link so that more people come in. Okay, Ephesians chapter 5, verse 17. Alright, so the Bible says, okay, three, five people now. Okay, please keep sharing the link. Keep sharing the link so that the numbers increase. Okay, Ephesians chapter 5. Now, look at... Okay, I'll read from verse 15. It says, Look carefully then how you walk. Not as unwise, but as wise, making the best use of the time, because the days are evil. Then verse 17 says, verse 17, my place of emphasis, it says, Therefore do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. Can you see it? It says, that God does not want us to be foolish. And how are we not going to be foolish? We are not going to be foolish when we understand what the will of the Lord is. So, by not being foolish means that we understand what the will of the Lord is. So, I put it to you that what God is saying here is that anytime we don't understand what his will is, that means automatically we are being foolish. Is that okay? Should I say that again? Look at that scripture where we just read. It says, not being foolish, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. So, in other words, if you don't understand what the will of the Lord is at any point in time, you are being foolish. Let me read it again. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 17. Look at it. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 17. It said, Therefore do not be foolish, but understand what the will of of the Lord is so anytime you don't understand what the will of the Lord is it means you are being foolish hallelujah so that means God wants us to understand what his will is hallelujah you know Jesus prayed and said um, that thy, thy kingdom come thy will be done upon the earth so God's plan is that his will is what is being done in the earth. And please, um, I, don't know, I don't know where you live, but we live in the earth, right? So at any point in time you are on earth, what God expects done is not your will. It's not our will. It's his will. So that means this subject is very, very important. This, this subject is very, very important. The scripture says we should understand what the will of the Lord is. Don't, don't, you know, don't be foolish. 
but understand what the will of the Lord is. So anytime, you know, the only antidote to foolishness is the will of God. Praise God. Now, what is the will of God? You know, so from these scriptures, we can, you know, we can relate and say the will of God is God's plan. The will of God is God's purpose. The will of God is God's desire. Hallelujah. Is God's intent. Is God's intention. You know, um, one translation that I read, it says, is, um, is God's acceptance. Yeah. The will of God is God's acceptance. God's acceptance is, you know, it's what is pleasing to God. It's God's desire, utmost desire upon the earth, you see. So, for an individual, from this scripture, when it says, Therefore do not be foolish, Ephesians chapter 5 verse 17, it says, Therefore do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. That means you are either foolish or you understand what the will of the Lord is, right? So that means at every point in time, an individual is either an individual, a people, or um or a or how will i put it an individual a people or a nation or things or circumstances are either in the will of god or they are not so that means they are either working in god's will or they are being foolish hallelujah so you are either in god's will or you are out of god's will at every moment in time oh hallelujah and God says he wants us to be in his will because it is being in his will that will be able to now, you know, make, um, you know, enforce his desires upon the earth. And which is, uh, you know, and which was Jesus' prayer when he said, thy kingdom come, thy will be done upon the earth. So we must know God's will and we must know how to function in God's will to be able to be the people who are pleasing to God. Praise God. Please don't forget that scripture in a hurry. I told you when you come for Bible studies, I can say, okay, now he's increasing six people. That's still low. Please keep sharing the link. You know, keep sharing the link. Share the links, please. All right? So let's look at a couple of scriptures about um, God's will. You know, um, go with me to the book of Psalms 40. Psalms 40, verse 8. Psalms 40 verse 8. Are you there? Alright, Psalms 40 verse 8. Let me read it. Psalms 40 verse 8. Are you there? Okay. So the KJV says, I delight to do thy will, O my God. Yea, thy law is within my heart so look at look at it look at it he said i delight to do thy will oh god now look at it i delight to do thy will then the next phrase says oh god yeah thy law is within my heart so how is he going to do god's will is by god's law being in his heart god's law you know god's law is god's word so we can say the will of god is god's word hallelujah the will of God is the word of God. God's word is God's will. So if you are looking for God's will, if you want to have God's will, look for God's word. God's word is written in his word. God's will is written in his word. You know, um, God is not a man, right? So he says what he means. So all the, uh, all of his plans, all of his purposes, all of his desires are contained in his word. 
Praise God. Now, look at another scripture. The same quotation, but it's about Jesus. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 7. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 7. Are you there? Hebrews chapter 10, verse 7. Okay? Now, it says, Then said I, Lo, I come, in the volume of the book it is written of me, to do thy will, O God. Oh, hallelujah. He said, Lo, I come, in the volume of the book it is written of me, to do thy will, O God. So, how, how was Jesus going to do God's will? Because he had read the book. He had read the book. You know, he had read the book. So he said he came to do his will. How was he going to do this? Do, do the will? What is written in the volume of the books? So the books contain the will of God. You know, I don't know about you, but you know, when I read um, Isaiah, I'm seeing myself. I'm seeing myself. When I read John the Baptist, I'm seeing myself. I'm seeing myself. When I read about Abraham, I'm seeing myself. You know, there are, you know, the books contain his will for our lives you know um it is only the bible that you see that contains um and the codes of moral living the codes of ethnicity the codes of relationship the codes i mean the bible has god's will for everything so if you want to know god's will concerning your life go to the book if you want to know god's will concerning your family life go to the book you know the reason why there's so much crisis in the world today it is because people are not adhering to god's will to god's will please don't forget ephesians chapter 5 verse 17 in your hurry ephesians chapter 5 verse 17 it says um therefore do not be foolish but understand what the will of the lord is any moment in time where you don't understand the will of God, that means you are living in foolishness. You are living in foolishness. And you know what Proverbs said about the fool? The fool is the one who does not acknowledge God. That means you are not acknowledging God. Hallelujah. You see, the will of God, the will of God is the word of God. And the word of God is the will of God. And the word of God addresses almost every single facet of life. You see, listen, God has a personal plan and a personal purpose and a personal desire for you. God has a personal interest in your life. He has a personal interest about the way you dress. He has a personal interest about, you know, about the people you talk to. He has a personal interest about your daily agenda. He has a personal interest about your marriage. He has a personal interest about your church. He has a personal interest about your business. He has a personal interest about your education. God has a personal interest. He has a personal plan. He has a personal desire. The reason why people are living in foolishness is because we've not embraced the will of God. When you embrace the will of God, the Bible calls it wise living. Wise living. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, that scripture where it says, I delight, uh, we read it, right? Um, Hebrews chapter 10 verse 7 and Psalms chapter 40. It says, I delight to do thy will, O my God. Yeah, thy law is written in my heart. Listen, that word delight, delight there, you know, that word delight is still the same word that was used as will. Please, this point is very, very important. I delight to do thy will, O God. Now, that word that was used as will, 
is the same word that was used as delight. That means God was saying, I delight to do thy delight. Said, what God was saying, somebody hear what I just said? What God was saying there in uh, Psalms 40 and um, Hebrews chapter 10 was, I delight to do thy delight. What does that mean? Because doing God's will is doing God's delight. If you want God to delight in you, you want God to delight in your work, you want God to delight in your life, you want God to delight, delight in your job. Do job and God will delight in your job. Do God's will in your finances and God will delight in your finances. Do God's will in your relationship and God will delight in your relationship. Do God's will in your marriage and God will delight in your marriage. That word, the word will means delight. I delight, delight. I, de- <laughs> I delight to do thy delight. <laughs> Hallelujah. God is saying, you know, God is saying we should be people who delight to do his delight. That's how we'll make God happy. Oh, hallelujah. You know, and, you know, and, and, it, and it is all revealed in his word. It is all revealed. You know, you know, he said, he said, Lo, I come in the volume of the books as it is written on me. The books, in the volume of the books. It is written, you know, ah, I'm at 15 minutes, okay? So, um, from my study, I discovered that um, there are about seven types of God's will, you know, found in, in the scriptures. But I'm going to give you, um, I'm going to give you about three, three basic um, realms of God's will. Hallelujah. Three basic realms of God's will. Now, um, this is this is something that um, you can trace when you read through the scriptures. You find that um, that the will of God expressed in scriptures, you know, you can narrow them down to this tree. That's why I'm leaving them to this tree. And in your personal life, you know, as you study the scriptures, try to find um, how to connect what you read. You know, you can connect them to this tree because the will of God is God's plan. Is God's purpose, is God's desire upon the earth. Hallelujah. The will of God is God's intent. Okay? The will of God is God's delight in your life. Hallelujah. So, the first one, first one, you can't miss that one, is, is what everybody knows. We call it the sovereign will of God. You know, say sovereign, sovereign, sovereign or predestined, you know, you know, a predestined will of God. So that's you know so that's the first kind of the will of God. We call it the sovereign will of God, the predestined will of God. Now that means um, should we read the scripture? Is in Daniel, Daniel chapter four. You can find it in Daniel. Should we read it? You know now. So when God is talking about um, His sovereign will, He's saying um, what what God will accomplish. You know that no one can stop. Oh, hallelujah. So that's the sovereign will of God. What God is going to do, what God is going to accomplish that no one can stop. Now, like I said, the will of God is God's plan, God's purposes, and God's delight in your life, in the world, and everywhere. So that means in your life, for instance. That's a good news here. That, you know, that's a shouting place. In your life right now, right? There's a sovereign will at work. Oh, hallelujah. The sovereign will of God is at work. That there are some things that God has planned in your life that no one can stop. He's going to accomplish it by His power. 
so you know it's called the sovereign will so let's look at it from scripture daniel chapter 4 verse 35 daniel chapter 4 verse 35 daniel chapter 4 verse 35 are you there so he says all the inhabitants of the earth are accounted as nothing and he does according to his will among the host of heaven and among the inhabitants of the earth and no one can stay his hand or say to him what have you done hallelujah so that means god has some things in in your life god has some things in the nation god has some things in the earth that when he does it no one can stay his hand you know stay his hand means um stopping it from happening and then and when he has and when it has been accomplished no one can say to him and say god what did you do like this nobody can say that oh hallelujah when the sovereign will is at work it must happen now, an example of the sovereign will in our times, you can see the rapture. The rapture is there. Nobody can stop it. There's a time set. Jesus came and they were asking him, he said, ah, that one has been set by the Father. Hallelujah. So these are things, you know, so there are some things that have been set by Almighty God and no one can stop it. That's called the sovereign will or the predestined will of God. Now, quickly, let's go. Um, the second type of will god's will you have is um it's called the moral will the moral will you know <laughs> please in my normal manner i want to yab the europeans people need to hear this message eh? the moral one eh? they need to, they need that one you know so the moral will of god um this is how this is how God intends for us to live, you know, and it's littered all through the scriptures. You can find, uh, go to Leviticus, um, Deuteronomy, and Exodus, you find a lot of them, you know. And, uh, and I haven't read um, from the American Constitution that the founding fathers of America brought out all those laws about how Americans are supposed to live from the Bible, you know. So this is how... Um, this is how God wants us to live, how he expects us to lead our life, how he expects us to lead our family, how he expects us to carry out our, you know, our finances, how he expects us to live in our marital lives, you know. Now, it's littered all through the scriptures, uh, but let me find, um, let me just narrow them down. Go with me to 1 Thessalonians. 1 Thessalonians. Please, I hope you, you, you are always with your daughter. We are not on Clubhouse again where you can do replace. So, um, 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. The number reduced to 5. This one, please keep sharing the link. It's just 30 minutes of time. You should be able to keep um, share the link so that people know that Bible study is on and it's on Mixler. Okay? 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. Are you there? All right. First Thessalonians chapter five. I'll read um, verse eighteen. Okay. First Thessalonians five verse eighteen. First Thessalonians chapter five verse eighteen. Verse 18. 
He says, Are you there? First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 18. He said, Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus. So what is the will of God in all circumstances that you should give thanks, right? So in whatever circumstance you are, you know, like I said, the 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 moral will of God is how God expects us to live our lives. Now that means in all circumstances, in every place that we are, God expects us to give thanks. Now go to First um, Thessalonians chapter four, verse three. First Thessalonians chapter four, verse three. Um, I wrote a book about this, um, and you, I think I, I think is on the book platform, so you can find it. And that one is free; you don't have to pay for it. First um, Thessalonians chapter four, verse three. It said, "For this is the will of God." your sanctification that you abstain from sexual immorality right that each one of you um, know how to control his own body in holiness and honor right not in passion of lust like the gentiles who do not know god so the will of god concerning uh, your sexual uh, the will of god is sexual purity Hallelujah. God expects that you abstain from sexual immorality and you know how to possess your body. So that is the will of God. So, you know, so these are instances. So you can find a lot of them littered in scriptures. The will of God concerning finances is written in Malachi chapter 3 where it says you should tithe, you know, and you should give your offerings. Praise God. So that's the will of God. Now, um, so um, it's littered all through the scripture, the moral will, how God intends for us to live. You know, so God has a will, God has a plan, God has a purpose, uh, you know, um, God has a desire about how he wants us to live. You know, our culture wants us to believe that we could just wake up and do whatever we want. But no, the Bible tells us that God has a particular way, God has a plan, God has a purpose, God has his intent on the moral will of God, and, and that there's a moral will for us to live, that, and that this is how God intends for us to live, you know, that God has planned out our lives, that God has, you know, you know that God has designed and fashioned a lot of things in our lives, that he wants us to live in that way so that we are going to see his goodness, we are going to see his grace, we are going to see his glory accomplished and they are all written in his word then the third part now says um, the second shall will or the hidden will of God this is what God will do if if when we fail to do our part that means even if I know that ah, this is what I'm supposed to do and I fail in doing my own part God is not going to fail. God has a plan for when we fail. Hallelujah. So, um, our time is gone. It's almost, it's almost 30 minutes, you know. So, conclusive teachings. Listen again. Next week, I'm going to do a conclusive teachings. And I'll tell you the three levels of God's will. You know, I'll read from you from the book of Romans chapter 12 and tell you the three levels of God's will. Amen. And I'll tell you how to find and know God's will in every aspect of your life. That at every moment you are living, you can know if you are living in God's will or you are not living in God's will. And I'll tell you how in all these three types of will I've just given you, how to find where you are in the perfect and acceptable will of God. Thank you very much. God bless you.